John, I just put the my secret spreadsheet into the uh, Being Jim Davis folder. It's called the spreadsheet is called Garfield. It's not called secret spreadsheet. Oh, it's called Garfield. It only has two tabs. The one tab uh, is a day-by-day ranking of who was in each uh, strip. And then sheet, sheet two is, um, uh, you know, the totals and percentages. Yeah, there's not much to it yet. That's why I was keeping it secret. I wanted it to be really elaborate before you even saw it. But, um, you know, it's a work in progress. Well, I guess I'm impressed. Eh, hard it's hard to say since i it's, yeah rarely feel anything anymore right <laughs> who has who has emotions you know it's fair it's a fair point oh right i'm hosting the next one okay uh everybody ready for tuesday okay yeah let's do it okay <clears throat> Uh, let me just get a tagline. Okay. You're listening to Being Jim Davis, the only podcast to make the Weight Watchers 10 most wanted list. My name is an obscure reference from a past Garfield. Yeah, I'm not sure I get that at all. <laughs> it's, it's a reference right? to a Garfield. Right? That's, that's, it doesn't work. It doesn't work no as a thing. No, no, is it's not a good tagline. Look, no? look. We have a random tagline generator. No, the tagline, the tagline is fine. The tagline's fine, but the, the punchline doesn't work. The, okay, okay. I'm going to skip past that. I feel like if it doesn't work... Okay. My name is Christopher Winter, and I'm Jim... referencing doesn't work. Okay. Okay, so the tagline effectively... The tagline, the tagline effectively re- references a punchline that doesn't work. Yeah. Trash it all. Okay, fine. It's fine. fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. You know what? If we have taglines that aren't good... The thing to do isn't to erase them. It's just to write a lot more taglines. So the <laughs> odds of them coming up randomly, right. just to right. dilute the negative it's effect it's a, they a have. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a numbers game. Thank you. Um, well, it just came up today, so it probably won't come up again tomorrow. Right, right. That's not a... Okay. Well, that, that seems gambler's fallacy. No, definitely not a fallacy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You get a thousand monkeys, a thousand typewriters, and eventually you have a good tagline for being Jim Davis. Mm, it's true. Um, a lot. Okay, my name is. <laughs> wow, it's it's going to be a long. It's going to be a long week. It's can we talk about these monkeys and the typewriters? That, um, <laughs> yes, absolutely. Lot of lot of people believe. Okay. My name is Christopher so Winter. An infinite number of monkeys are staying at Hilbert's hotel. Many believe William Shakespeare was many monkeys. Oh. And a typewriter moves in. Yeah. Well, no. Okay, okay, okay. William Shakespeare was not an infinite array of monkeys. He was the one monkey that just luckily happened to type out the complete works of William Shakespeare. Oh. oh. All the other monkeys were fuck-ups. <laughs> What about the Francis Bacon monkey? Fuck up. <laughs> it was, look, look, they had been tasked with write, typing out at random the complete works of William Shakespeare. We okay. made what they wanted them to make before yeah. we set them out as task. Yeah. You, 
you give a monkey a typewriter and tell it to come back with the complete works of William Shakespeare and it brings you back like fucking remembrance of things past or whatever. <laughs> Fuck that monkey. Garbage. Fuck that monkey. That's what, when you, when you, you say bad monkey, no banana. This is unacceptable. And that's how the Edgar Allan Poe monkey are we, is set on a park bench. Are we still introducing ourselves? Who could my, name, my name is Christopher Winter and I'm Jim Davis. My name is John Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is Mark Frazier, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is John Dickendasher, and I'm Jim Davis. John, Mark, John. Today is Tuesday, the 22nd of April, 1980. We are looking at the 674th ever Garfield. The anticipation in the room at us nearly reaching the milestone episode 675 is palpable but we'll get there when we get there for the moment guys tell me what happens in today's garfield chris in today's storied garfield fictional characters engage in a made-up conversation (laughs) fuck this none of this actually even happened it's all just lies (laughs) jim davis lied to us wake up people so is picture the same as life? I'm disappointed in that synopsis because it doesn't say sheeple. <laughs> I was tempted. I thought that would be pushing it too far. No, that I wanted it to be subtle. That would have landed the joke. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything to write about this one. Um, panel one. Well, let's see if you think of anything to say about it. Well, you didn't see, have to think kind of just watched like any info wars and just wrote whatever he said (laughs) (laughs) in in today's garfield does your nuclear bunker supplied with um, (laughs) panel one estrogen pills you're gonna need look You're going to need estrogen pills for when the bombs start falling. Don't think you won't. You're going to need a multi-year supply of estrogen pills for your nuclear bunker, your backyard bunker. Uh, Panel one. Are they always talking about soy? Is that soy boys? Oh, don't get I love soy. Soy's great. I love soy. Yeah. That's what happens, right? Yeah. Friend, you eat anything that's soy. You turn turn into Garfield. (laughs) Friend and colleague of mine at work found out she was allergic to soy recently. And I was just like, you poor bastard. What are you even going to eat now? I love soy. There's like nothing left. Yeah. Everything's got soy in it. Because it's so good. Honestly, just give me soy with MSG sprinkled on top. Yeah, I'm a happy guy. Mm. Just the primary feature of soy that it tastes like nothing and you could just kind of put it in anything. I mean, that's why you're going to need the MSG. That sounds great. <laughs> Honestly, the soy is secondary. Um, in the first panel, mm-hmm. John is at the vet again True. and or still. No, strike that. Or still. Or in his kitchen. Probably not and. Uh, it really is. looks like his kitchen, like Liz is making a house call. Liz is taking Garfield's pulse. <laughs> <laughs> I love the way she does that. 
she's doing so by hand. Yeah. This is totally, yeah, this is totally how this works. Holding Garfield's paw in her left hand Mm -hmm. and looking at her watch on her right right wrist. Uh John is standing behind her, again, menacingly, with his hands behind his back. John, would you, would, you say, would you say that John Arbuckle is looming behind her? Yes, I would, Chris. Still Who knows what sort of medieval weapon he's... he's <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's definitely a medieval weapon. We agree mace? on that. It could be a mace. It could be a halberd. That seems worth <laughs> I got some flail, to be honest. John Arbuckle seems like a flail. So <laughs> I'm not sure that a, a halberd would fit behind John Ar- Arbuckle's back. Oh, but oh so you think it's... Morning star. It's absolutely... <laughs> you, you think it's you think it's a petard? <laughs> <laughs> if, it's, if it's a petard, he's certainly about to be hoist by it. Mm. It's one of those. What are, what do they call those those enormous wooden? Uh, not the catapults, but like it's like a crossbow, but it's huge. Oh, I, a ballista. Oh, a ballista. That. That's probably what I, it is. It's probably a ballista. I know you don't mean a trebuchet, but I'm going to put the word trebuchet in right here. You know what? In his no, that. you're definitely right. You're definitely right. He's got a trebuchet behind him. <laughs> I, was, I was totally out of line when I said when I intimated that it was a ballista. It's obvious. <laughs> trebuchet. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, he's he's holding a trebuchet behind his back, and he's uh-huh. saying, "You're not going to not going to actually like throw any projectiles. He's going to beat her with it." Right, right. He doesn't know how to use the, the, the trebuchet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's just going to use it as a bludgeon. Wait, okay. Wait, are we are we assuming that he has like a miniature trebuchet behind his no, back? I, I just don't know. Great core strength. He can lift a trebuchet. Right. This is a siege ready trebuchet. Ready to. This to, is a siege ready John Arbuckle. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, yeah, I, I'm just. I'd, I'd buy that action playset. <laughs> oh, definitely, definitely. I'm trying to figure out how the trebuchet fits, like partly behind his body and the countertop, so that we can't see any of it. It's truly his upright stature that's key, Chris. Mm, As you yeah, see, fair. the uh, board of the trebuchet. Okay. Is supporting his back fully. That's why he yeah, can't be well. at a 45 degree masculine angle in this comic. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Fair. No, I'm I'm persuaded that he has a trebuchet behind his back. <laughs> a, a as you as you correctly specify a siege ready trebuchet. <laughs> it's important that you specify. Yeah. Look. Oh God. You want your trebuchet to be siege ready? You don't want to show up at the siege and it's like, oh fuck, we still have to put it together. Uh, <laughs> God. This was so embarrassing. I do the trebuchet duty. Yeah. It didn't. You know, when I read the description on Amazon, it didn't specifically say siege ready. I just assumed that it was arrived. <laughs> Should have known. Siege ready. <laughs> no, it's like it's like an, uh, putting together an IKEA. Uh, oh God! It would just take for the ever. Yeah. 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 Those those masonite trebuchets are are mm-hmm. so ineffective. Uh, okay. The speech bubble is. You're not. Wait, going hey, to before we get to the speech. 
can I, can we just can we just specify Oh, never mind. They're the same. I was going to check whether we think it's a counterweight trebuchet or <laughs> trebuchet, but as I look more closely into it, they're the same thing. So it's fine. Okay. Here's another question. Fine. Is it a trebuchet is a subset of catapult, right? No, no, negative. No, 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 no. It's a kind of siege engine. So a, a catapult is a tensioned arm yeah. that is stopped by a stopping device. Mm-hmm. A trebuchet is a weighted arm that has a sling on the end that when released will sling your projectile into what is it 90 kilo what's the dumb joke 90 kilogram projectiles over something something meters that sounds like a dumb joke yeah. that does seem like a dumb joke that did not even seem like a joke at all <laughs> yeah. and, and john don't make the mistake of not ordering the projectiles on Amazon as well. Don't assume they're going to be included when you get the predator. Yeah, they're not going to come with the trebuchet. Or like it might have one, but you're going to need more than one. I think one's, I think one's plenty. No, not for, not for. You're going to take down one English castle, and then what are you going to do after that? Right, these aren't, you know, these aren't the eco-friendly reusable. <laughs> <laughs> biodegradable projectiles. When mounting a siege upon a enemy fortress, you're not thinking about the environment. You're thinking about getting your gold. Well, Do I mean, more trebuchet ammunition. I feel like you're making some assumptions about how I conduct my sieges. You might not be thinking about the ecological impact. Oh, there's also something called a traction trebuchet. There's a oh. new movement, John, for green sieging. Yeah. It's called greeging. Get with the time. <laughs> All right, speech bubble is you're not going to stand up to me. You're not going to stand me up again, are John, you? John, can I? One thing I really like, one thing I really enjoy so far about podcasting with Mark and John is that unlike a lot of other guest hosts, <laughs> they are making no attempt whatsoever to keep us on subject. In fact, quite the opposite. <laughs> they, they may have a, a bet going under the table. <laughs> it's, it's, like they de- it's like they decided, yeah, we don't have anything to do all weekend. Let's see <laughs> how long this will last. No, we actually made the decision to lay siege to this podcast. And get on Fair. Fair. Yeah. Or is that still a vote? I don't know. That's, it could be whatever that's that's fair. That's fair. I mean, look, if you guys want to take the take the moment now to do uh, an episode of our um, Patreon bonus content, being trebuchets, being I'm being siege Or okay, okay. Tell me what happens in. Are we on panel one still? We Who yes. can know. We, we're hot in the middle of panel one. <laughs> I mean, and by in the middle, you mean we have just barely started <laughs> panel one. We, all we mentioned was that John Arbuckle exists in the panel. <laughs> no, we mentioned, we mentioned that Liz was taking Garfield's pulse. That's fair. That's a oh, good point. Yeah. Yeah. Have we got the text yet? <clears throat> we did. Uh, okay. I've, I've, started, I've started reading John's speech bubble a few times. <laughs> <laughs> Did people I'm keep interrupting sure. you? I'm not, I'm not sure I want to press my luck. <laughs> Who would do that? No, so, give it a try. I bet, I bet this time it'll work. Seems like it will. <laughs> seems like it will work. <laughs> All right. All right. So John Arbuckle is in the panel, mm-hmm. holding his hands behind his back. Uh, yep. Yeah. 
he's not holding anything. His hands are empty. Except for that tribute tag. And he's... <laughs> God damn it. No, go on. Go on. John's speech bubble reads as follows. You're not going to stand me up again, comma, are you, comma, doc, question mark. Really, ellipsis, why are you going out with me? That's a fair question. Right? What a sad, sad question. Yeah. Oh, John, I'm... I'm honestly barely listening to you because I'm really spending most of my time reading this internet article, check your cat's vital signs at home. (laughs) Wanted to know if she was correctly taking Garfield's pulse. And I'm going to say, it looks to me like she is. Oh, oh. Chris, she's a professional veterinarian. I mean, she she knows how to take a a cat's pulse. It's been established that she only has an associate's degree. Well, her competency is reaffirmed to me because she did this thing right. Yeah. Feel your cat's heartbeat with one hand over his left side, just behind his front leg. I think that's a reasonable. I mean, she's 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 feeling his right leg, but you know, I feel like the article is implying you're supposed to be touching his body. Yeah, torso. Yes. Well, I mean, cats love to be touched. Uh, Normal cat's heart rate is between 140 and 220 beats per minute. Good to know. Yeah, that's also pretty good for um, if you're, you know, composing electronic dance music. Mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Appropriate number of beats per minute. Panel two, Liz says, you amuse me. <laughs> Call your veterinarian if the heart rate is too rapid, too slow, or irregular. I would love to hear that call. <laughs> the person's like, I was taking my cat's pulse <laughs> for some reason, and it appears to be too slow. <laughs> Go on. Oh, uh, I should go. I'll go on. Yeah, yeah. Okay. On. So John Arbuckle asked Sorry, why I was wasn't going used out. To, I wasn't used to. <laughs> no, I understand. Panel three. John says, "I'll settle for that." And why you're not? You're Liz not takes palms, and Garfield <laughs> thinks. Don Garfield thinks rather slyly. Mm-hmm. Don Juan dazzles another love-struck waif. So why didn't? John Settle for her just saying yes to going on a date with him. Yeah, it really seems like she's try- he's trying to get her to second guess herself, doesn't it? Why is he trying to get her to say no? Because John is a man of the chase. Once he reaches his goal, <laughs> that's fair. That's fair, right? The exciting part is setting up your trebuchet right before the siege. <laughs> like once you've battered down the walls of your enemy's castle, what's even the point? When there's a uh, tension on the arm and it's just waiting to fling that, that projectile, that's, that's the magic moment. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Oh. Um, yeah, it is, it is weird. He's like, in both, both yesterday and today, it's like he's I will say ta- Mark, going out of his way to talk himself down. Sorry. We established that a trebuchet was not a weapon that... Sure, uh, no, let's definitely go back to discussing the mechanics of the trebuchet. The arm is down and the weight is up. There's going to be something keeping that weight in the air. 
putting tension on the arm. Mm. It is not a tension spring, but yeah. there will be tension on the arm. I can see. Yeah. No, that makes sense. I'm, I'm looking at this late 7th century uh, transoxanian depiction of attraction trebuchet, and it, it does seem like, uh, yeah, th- there's tension on the arm. Uh, it's just okay, I, put I there by the, uh, the transoxanian. I've built several trebuchets in my life. What? No, I am. That's, that's 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 a real thing. No, that seems reasonable. Yeah. 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 Um, hey, does anyone want to hazard a guess as to uh, which Chinese philosophical school the trebuchet is most closely associated with? <laughs> begin to know. Here's here's a hint. <laughs> here's a hint. It's from the uh, it's from the Zhou Dynasty. That helps the latter Joe dynasty. No, it's not a it's not a helpful hint because they really all come from the Joe dynasty. It's the Moists. They're one of the lesser okay. known schools. Okay. Okay. I I, uh, I can you say truthfully that I you, you were going to say legalists. That. Yeah, you were going to say legalists, yeah. right? Sure. Yeah, legalists. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, you were going to say sh- Shunzi. I mean, I thought it was more of an orc thing than a. It's John. Shun, Shun, um, John is not even a legalist. He's a non. He was kind of a heterodox Confucianist, if anything. Go, but go on. Yeah, I know that. But, what happens uh, in panel four? Wait. What? What? Oh, are we done? <laughs> <laughs> we're all Tuesdays. I mean, I guess we're done. If if I mean you, you're hosting, so. Oh, I thought you were hosting. Am I hosting? You want to be done. Okay, okay, no, okay, no, okay, fine. Um, you've been listening to being. I mean, I'm not trying to rush you, but if you want to be done, we can do that. I, th- I, th- I think we're about done with this one. I, th- I think they get better as the week goes on. I'm like, I feel like we're just racing through Monday and Tuesday. We put in some lean, you know. I haven't been timing it, but probably three or four minute episodes. Yeah. <laughs> balloon out later in the week when we yeah. have a little more to talk about. I mean, they'll be longer in the edit. Uh, that's like right on par for me, you know. John. Right. Okay. Well, look. The episode, you know, usually goes from being three or four minutes to being uh-huh. 20, just in the edit. Yeah, well, because you put you add in a lot of, yeah. um, you know, the audience responses and all that. Uh, sound effects. Mm-hmm. Um a lot of pictures. The pictures take up a lot of time. Yeah, I personally like with the library of my my co-host voices. Just invent whatever I want them to say for probably you know forty percent <laughs> of the show. That seems like a lot of work. That, but right. definitely gross amount yeah. of work. That's why I maybe one out of three episodes a week. Mm. That does explain a Fair. lot about your podcast. <laughs> All right. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to Being Jim Davis. We have we have the body of John Wilkes Booth. You can it's true. You can support the program by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts or the podcatcher of your choice. Why not visit our website, www.beingjimdavis.com. You can do a great many things there, including leaving a message for us or signing up to co-host the program just like Mark and John are doing right now. You can also follow the program on Twitter at being Jim Davis or follow me at the Chris winter. And I exist online at inscrutable taco. You can listen to me or John on Magmar sucks, a sister show on the pitch drop network. 
Yeah. Yeah, you should do that. And I'm going to take yeah. this moment to beg whoever it is who signed up to record with us on Friday, July 20th, <laughs> and just put down the name Andy D and nothing else. No email address, no phone number, no nothing. Andy D, we need more information. <laughs> I like, might by that. You, you would just know. You would just know who Andy was. Yeah, he just assumed we don't. I've been begging for weeks now. We don't know. Is it Andy Dick? Is it Andy Daly? Is I hope it it's another not Andy. third Andy? He'd be a fun, a fun co host. We should just tweet at Andy Dick and see if he'll fill in. Yeah, I don't want to give Andy Dick a platform. Oh, yeah? I mean, look, it's, it's going to be our 100th ever recording session, 100th week of being Jim Davis. It's going to be very exciting. Andy D, we need to know <laughs> your email address or something. I don't know how. Okay. Look, I'm what, look what has Andy Dick done for me personally? Other than that one episode of Star Trek Voyager. Well, he could host your podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Seems I mean, fair. I mean, he, if he, okay, if he's willing to host it in my stead. He's done something for you. In That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. He can come on if I don't have to. It seems fair. That seems, seems like, fair. Right? It seems like a fair deal. <laughs> we can make that deal. Yeah. I think it, look, if we don't hear back from Andy D, John, I think we have discussed just having the link to co-host that pro that <laughs> podcast just being open on our website and allowing literally anyone how any number of people to click it and co-host the show uh however many or few that turns out to be tweet it at all-star cast of being davis yeah as long as you're named andy anyway uh thank you for listening and good night Oh, it'd be a delight if we could get Andy Circus. This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows. I'm really glad I'm not ed editing this week. What's to edit? <laughs>